0: The show that takes you home. The Homestretch with Sterling Holmes on ESPN Kansas City, 1510 AM, 94.5 FM, and the ESPN Kansas City Facebook page. Welcome to the Homestretch. Let's party, baby. Dylan behind the glass. A fun little Tuesday show. As we give some preseason predictions, baby. I'm gone most of next week. You might be saying, you're gone a lot. And I'd say, you're damn right I am. Come on, you'd be gone too. It's a golf trip. Sticks need to be hit. Luckily, it's not going to be 105 degrees in Louisville. At least I hope not. I haven't really actually looked at the weather, but... uh, I'm hoping this is the hot part and I don't take the 105 with me to Louisville, because that's going to be a hot day on the course. So we're going to do some preseason predictions this week. Dylan, I expect many a hot take from you.
1: Oh, I got plenty.
0: Mr. Washington football team t-shirt you're rocking right now. That's your favorite shirt you own.
1: I always rep them when when they're in the news. Are, you, are they in the news
0: because they beat the Ravens, who had won twenty four straight games
1: in the preseason.
0: Yeah, and let me tell you, the Ravens and, and don't among care. Other things, the Ravens don't care about that.
1: Yeah, they don't. We have to mention it every time they come on the field, though. And then also, oh. it feels like they do care. They Just a do a little care. bit about it. Just watching them play,
0: and then they lose, and they try and point and say, "Well, uh, Washington wanted to beat us. Like they care." It's like no one cares. The game doesn't matter. The one thing I'm mad about is I didn't put money on it. I was joking. Before they played, I said, the Ravens are due to lose. And my friend says, who's a better? He goes, were they due when it was 20 wins, when it was 12 wins? I said, it's this time.
1: That is the valid, like, argument against it. But hey, also, I said they're due. The
0: only time I have said that during the entire streak. And what did I do? Forgot to put money on it. So
1: I am an idiot,
0: a buffoon.
1: In a bad, better.
0: So I'm a little disappointed in myself.
1: Yeah, I just I quit betting on preseason. I think I bet the Hall of Fame game, <laughs> Browns to no. Who did I bet on? Whoever it was, I lost. So yeah, I'm done. Preseason betting is a uh, bold strategy. Let me actually double check on that because I might have no. Uh, we're we're riveted. We 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 want to know, Dylan. <laughs> I want to know for myself. Um, but yeah, preseason football is probably the hardest thing to bet on, especially when they can tie.
0: You should play for ties. It's like I think, it's a it's like green and roulette. You know, it's ties. like it's like yeah.
1: green and roulette. You might as well do it every once in a while. Sprinkle it in. Sprinkle it in. Just just might as well. Why um, wouldn't you? Okay, yep. So I lost both bets. I had the Jets money line and then also a parlay of the under in the Jets plus two and a half. And that under was in jeopardy at halftime. Mm. Never bet the under, it's too short. Life is way too short. I'll always say that. <sighs> so yep, that was my one and only preseason bet. Well, the point is, I still Thank like the shirt. Thank you. And it's I like that Eric Biondi is getting his love now. I agree. And also, Josh Harris is getting his love as well. Yeah,
0: he knows how to handshake. Good, good man uh, who likes to handshake. That guy. Yes. Get him with um, who was the Laker? Josh Hart. Yeah. If you remember that, if he, this is a pretty pretty deep poll right here, but is Josh he just Hart
1: an, is he just an awkward guy, or was he Josh really? Harris? Yes. Yeah, I think
0: so. Or not or Josh 40 Hart. 45 katonics uh, deep. Wait. They're both named Josh. Yes. Briscoe. Let's get him in here. Yeah, we should. Let's but see if he knows how to do it. But he's kind of a Joshua, you know? Yeah. I don't, we got. We got to find the line of Josh versus Joshua. Yeah, Harris, I'm pretty sure, owned part of the Sixers for a while. It was him and uh, Blitzer when I was there. And Wolf? Wolf Blitzer. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. I think it's David. Gotcha. I think it's gotcha, David. Gotcha. Little different, little different. Yeah, a little uh, different. but yeah, Josh Harris at one point was part owner of the Sixers. Don't know if he still is, and I want to say also part owner of the New Jersey Devils. Um, go ahead and pull it up really quickly because yeah, it's Harris Blitzer Sports and Entertainment. So he's the managing partner of the 76ers, the Devils, and the Commanders. So that guy has made some good money in his life,
1: some good, good teams. I mean, not. Dumpster fires. Devils like are two. great. Yeah, not dumpster Sixers fires. Sixers like are
0: playoffs perpetually, and then Washington is. Well, they're better now that they canned uh, Dan Snyder. I guess he didn't really get canned. He kind of forced out. Sold his team. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure he's real sad now that he made a whole bunch of money off of it.
1: So he, was it. he was making me nervous last night watching that interview. I, I don't know if you watch Monday Night Football. I I I watched Just seeing Monday Night Football. The, I turned it on. I was like, oh.
0: I watched the the him trying to give a handshake to uh, yeah, well. Joe Buck and Troy Aikman is trying his darndest not to laugh. If you look at it, Troy Aikman is trying so hard not to crack up as he watches this befuddling handshake try and happen because Troy Aikman, for those you have not seen, uh, not Troy Aikman, uh, Joe Buck is standing next to. Josh Harris, yeah. who's next to Troy Aikman. They're on TV. They're talking about the sale, the purchase and, the, and Washington odd stuff, right? And Joe Buck is talking, and as a lot of sportscasters do, they talk with their hands a little bit, right? So when he's talking with his hands, he puts his hand out. Josh Harris stares at it for a few moments and decides, you know what, this has to be a handshake for me. No one in the history of the world has ever given a handshake like, well, Joe Buck would have been doing in this given situation. And he grabbed Joe Buck's fingertips.
1: Yeah, probably fingers, yeah.
0: I mean, it, it definitely, no palm no, was touched no, 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 by no. by, And then he tried to play it off by getting into a power stance as if that would make it look better. He misses the handshake, grabs her fingers, quickly pulls back, and goes into a power stance Yes. And all the time, Aikman is trying very hard not to laugh, and I was I was cracking up at, at Aikman's reaction.
1: I was trying. I mean, I I watched the entire interview because I was like, I, I kind of want to see this guy. I kind of want to hear him talk. I want to hear what he has to say here on like national TV, basically, because they're probably asking him some good questions. And just the whole time, I was just like, man, this guy is either super nervous and not very good at interviews, or he has been enjoying his owner's suite. For a good amount of this day, so I I, I think it was a good time. Could um, be a little column A, a little column B. I think yeah, maybe C. Yeah. Let's see all, all of the, the above, above. all yeah. the above. But um, yeah, that was hilarious. Honestly, I didn't even notice Aikman's reaction just because oh, you're great. watching him and Buck the whole time. Basically, it was great. Yeah, uh, I had to go back and look.
0: All right, let's get into it. Let's start with the. Let's just start with the AFC West, all right? Let's get the Chiefs out of the way early because I think we're both going to agree that uh, Chiefs are winning the AFC West. Now, Dylan, correct me if I'm I'm wrong and you have just an absolute absolute surprise for me. But I'm assuming you have the Chiefs winning the AFC West as, as well. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So I see the Chiefs winning the AFC West. I see the Chargers in second, Broncos in third, the Raiders far, far down. Dylan right now is looking very perplexed. He is looking around, standing up. His headphone, his headphones still reach. Out, a piece of paper. It's never a fun feeling when you're doing a show, and all of a sudden your producer just gets up, and you're sitting here going, looking like there's potentially like, a issue, fire like under there's the table. an issue. Let there's an issue, and I'm sitting here going. Are we off the air? Is there a fire back there? What just happened? Did we get canned on air? No, none of
1: that. He needed a piece of paper. Piece of paper.
0: you That was a, a man who was looking astutely for a piece of paper. Yes,
1: I'm trying to write down both of ours here. Okay.
0: You can write down the order, too, if you'd like. Okay. Chiefs, Chargers, Broncos, Raiders. And for those at home who want to know, last year was Chiefs, Chargers, Raiders, Broncos. So I'm having a little switch up at the bottom. The Raiders obviously moving on from Derek Carr. Josh McDaniel is a um, a bad head coach, man. He's a bad head coach. I feel for Devontae Adams. Sean Payton is now in Denver. I keep saying I think he's closer to Mike McCarthy than he is to uh, Bill Belichick. And yeah, I know uh, Dylan's going to be thrilled when I say that. But I just don't think that Sean Payton's turning that team around. Yeah, they have money. Yeah, they have a great defense. It's still Russell Wilson. Will it be better than last year with Nathaniel Hackett? You bet your ass it will be. Will it be much better? Eh, I don't think so. I think four wins... Four-win improvement over last year is about the max I could possibly see from that Denver Broncos team. Chargers, I think, are actually in a good spot where they're not getting talked about as much this offseason. I think people have started to realize, hey, doubting the Chiefs and consistently putting the Chargers above them, it's a bad way to do business. So I think Chargers make the playoffs, but they come in
1: second in the AFC West. Dylan? Uh, I'm going to just flip the middle. And I can't tell you how on the fence and just loss of conviction that I've had throughout the preseason for the Broncos with my they'll finish over the Chargers take, which is one of my hotter takes. You have Broncos over Chargers. It, it's it been, I just had to stick with it. I really, I mean, I'm just telling you to right now, I don't want to. You're probably going to be right, but I'm going to stick you just with love the Sean courage Payton. of my. I do. And also. It's just just weird. It's like, I don't know. I'm not very optimistic about them. I'm just going to hope that Sean Payton does what I think he can do. That's it. That's really all I'm basically clinging on to at this point, and we will be able to tell very early if that is not a good idea of mine.
0: Yeah, that offensive line looks great too.
1: No, it doesn't. It looks very (laughs) good. And also, Russell Wilson doesn't look like he's gotten much better at all.
0: No, he looks like he was last year, which is going to be on Sean Payton, who after he threw Nathaniel Hackett under the bus, basically saying no way a quarterback of his caliber falls off that quickly. I agree. Uh, looks like he fell off that quickly. Have fun, Sean. Stanton
1: was getting first-team reps. And it's like, why would I, – I can't blame him, right? Would you blame him? Why not see what this guy who's played in regular season games can do with your offense and this team? When you have a guy that's clearly.
0: I'm all for an implosion after Sean Payton handled the situation, just ripping on Nathaniel. Like, we understand Hackett was over his head. Yeah. You ripping on him, ripping on just everything that surrounded that team last year. I appreciate honesty, but dude, that's a bad look. Yeah. I, I, if you if you
1: if you are going to do that, that's you, like one of the things that have made me like you better
0: go at least uh, you better get twelve plus wins. If you're going to rip on what happened last year and say you have the uh, the wherewithal to turn this around, that thing better be turned around, Sean. All right, AFC South. You go first in the South. We'll switch it up. I'll let you go first this time.
1: I'm gonna go Jags. Okay then I'm going to go the Indianapolis Colts. I know. I actually, one of my hotter takes is Anthony Richardson, Rookie of the Year. Bet, mm. you might as well go Sprinkle. It's plus 800 right now. Yeah, if you're going to go hot, go hot, baby. He's third in that thing behind Baj- Bajon Robinson and Bryce Young. So if you think he's going to have a better season than either of those two, might be worth it. Yeah, um,
0: where's C.J. Stroud?
1: Ooh. I don't know. I didn't even see. Probably it was a little lower, just like fourth or fifth. I imagine. I remember seeing the name. I just can't remember if it was fourth or fifth. But he yeah. is on there too. Okay. And honestly, if they can protect him, maybe.
0: And you would expect some bounce back of the offensive line. I you agree. obviously have Quentin Nelson. Is is a uh, Ryan Kelly still there? Yes, Ryan Kelly still there. I mean, mm-hmm. they have some. They
1: have some guys in that O line. I, from what I believe and what I hear, and this Jonathan Taylor thing, it seems like they sent him away because Shane Steichen's new culture is actually being bought in by a lot of the players there sure. right now minus him so they're kind of just trying to get him away while other players are buying in i just wonder how that happens and obviously he's going to seek a trade now so they probably aren't too worried about ingratiating him back into the culture good word thank you, you know, i almost i almost didn't make it through it but i sure did um i just don't think they care because i think richardson did you watch him against the bills i know he threw the pick yeah but man, it's there's a lot of good things. Like he had a great throw to Pierce that got dropped. I like Alex Pierce, by the way. For the most part, I did, part. too. Um, um, I don't know. I just think the Colts. Would they? Did they finish
0: third last year? Colts but, had but four wins before. last year. Yeah, Colts were actually the favorites to win last right. year. So I just um,
1: I, that's what I'm kind of thinking is like
0: it was it last year? The year before? I I, I I I I honestly forget.
1: And I'm, we're talking about second place in the worst division in the AFC. Correct. So uh, they still won't make the playoffs, but I think they'll go second. Then I'll go. Um, I'm going to go Tennessee, then Texans. So you and
0: I have the same at the top of Jacksonville. I think Jacksonville takes a step forward as far as what they are this year, but I don't think they win a playoff game this year. I, I, I think they did a great job last year. They, fair. They, they were ahead of schedule. It's almost like the Baltimore Orioles in baseball this year, where they're young, they got ahead of schedule, and now expectations are so – you know what? Even a, a better, more apt comparison here. KU football. KU football had such a high jump last year that if they don't win six-plus games, people are going to think it's a disappointment, and I'm sitting here to tell you it's not. They're building the right way. They were just ahead of schedule last year. It's not a disappointment. They just overperformed, I think, last year, okay? Uh, Because I keep trying to tell KU fans, which is hilarious for me as a Mizzou guy, trying to tell them to, like, buy in and don't be too disappointed because KU is building that thing the right way, Okay? Records should not be the end all be all this year for KU just how it shouldn't be the end all be all as far as what, what what a playoff performance looks like from Jacksonville this year. But I think Jacksonville wins that division. Um I think Tennessee's in second, man. I got I got the Titans in second. I think Mike Vrabel's a damn good head coach. Ryan Tannehill's still there, man. Until they say it's Malik Willis or it's gonna be um Will Levis, which by the way, it's been pretty quiet on the Will Levis front, huh? Pretty quiet. I'm I'm going Tennessee. You're so right. I haven't heard anything about it. Malik Willis started the entire game last night. Or that last night or Sunday, whatever that was. But I'm going Titans. Mike Vrabel is too good of a head coach. Too good of a head coach. I have Houston in third. So what's that mean, Dylan? Where do I have the Colts? Dead last. It feels Dead like. last. I'm not bought in on an Anthony Richardson yet. I see the talent. I see the upside. I also see a guy who completed, what was it, 50% of his passes? Yeah. That ain't good. I like I like Steichen. I, I, I like the culture on that stuff. He's raw, man. I thought it would have behooved them to start Gardner Minshew. But I also understand the thought process of, hey, if we're going to be bad this year,
1: Let's be real bad this year. I mean, they are the team that started Peyton Manning his rookie year, and he was like what thirty at thirty, almost Jameis Winston. Yeah, he what twenty eight interceptions, I think, Some right? Crazy yeah, amount. yeah, Rookie record, I think. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken. But it obviously he's Peyton Manning, and it turned out how it turned out. So
0: I think they're saying, hey, you know what? This is your team. Whatever happens to to, to the Colts, it's not going to be defined by this year. So let's just go ahead and try and you take your lumps, and we will go from there. And I, it is what it is. So the Colts are doing that. And I think the Colts are going to win like three games this year. I think Houston might surprise people. Might win six games. I could see him. Uh, I, I'm really big on C.J. Stroud. I'm really big on Will Anderson. I'm very big on protecting a rookie quarterback. And that's what they did with Laramie Tunzel, And they also brought in Dalton Schultz, a tight end where we all know rookie quarterbacks look to first. I like the way Houston is building. They're not even close to being there yet, but I like them. Uh, I think it goes Tennessee I think it goes Jacksonville, Tennessee, Houston, Indy. You making notes of this back there? Okay. Cause end of the year, you better keep that. And we're gonna have whoever gets the most right, the closest. We'll figure something out. We'll be de- degenerates. We'll, we'll bet something.
1: They owe the other man a six-pack of Casey Beer Co. Hell yeah. Brew. That's Hell all. Yeah. That's all. You know
0: who went to Casey Beer Co. this morning and picks him up? The guy on the other side of the glass from me. The guy on the other side of the glass from you. Nice. I get thirsty sometimes. It's hot outside. I am mad at you. I wanted to get some beer, man. I am mad at you. Come on. Sue me. I am mad don't at player. Me, but, you know. Yeah. Don't get the play. I hate the game.
1: Uh AFC North. I have waffled on this one a lot. I have too. Honestly, I think of the Steelers, huh? You like the Steelers, don't you? I kind of like them. Are you serious? Yeah. To win. I mean, at least like mm, third or second in this division. I'm thinking second. Have you not watched? You almost made me spit my coffee out. I said to win. Bills look like a. I said to win, and
0: you go. Well, maybe third. Oh, that is a huge difference there, Dylan. From first or third in a four-team division, I could see them
1: winning. You could honestly see them winning if Lamar and Burrow are hurt. For either, sure. Because Burrow's going to start hurt. Sure. Lamar always seems to get hurt. Sure. And I mean, am I wrong to think that Kenny Pickett's looked pretty solid with George Pickens? No, you're not wrong. I
0: I think Steelers look solid.
1: I think their defense is going to be solid again, too.
0: I'm not picking them to win that division. You, you go first. Like no, you, I'm not
1: doing that either. I just like them. I just no, think mister, they're... you got stones, apparently. You you think <laughs> no. that the, the Steelers Playoffs are. Playoffs now. Hang on. You got
0: steel stones
1: back there. You're, you're saying the Steelers are this squad, apparently. No, no. I just said I liked them. I like them. I think that they're a little better than I thought they were.
0: I would agree with that.
1: Yes. Uh,
0: I'm going Bengals 1. I'm actually going how it ended last year. Bengals 1, Ravens 2, Steelers 3, Browns 4. I went back and forth between the Bengals and Ravens between the one seed um, in that division. I know Joe Burrow might miss time. But they started off slow last year and still won 12 games. The Ravens, on the other hand, Lamar's back, healthy, the best offense he's gone with. You mentioned it. Do you trust them to stay healthy? And two, how much of a difference is it going to be with how they are running their offense going to, uh, what's it, Todd Munkin? That's going to be a big difference, going from a run-first offense to a pass-first offense. Is Lamar Jackson up for that? Wide receivers are better. That remains to be seen. I have the Steelers in third and the Browns
1: fourth. Dylan, how do you have it? I think I have the exact same as you, me and my conviction for the Steel City over here. I honestly, I can't do it. I can't put them above Baltimore yet, and I really, really want to. I really think that might be how it shakes out. I think that, I don't know, Baltimore's secondary always leaves a lot to be desired, and they lost Marlon Humphrey for a bit. Yeah, That is... That's why this division is very hard. It's like if it's one of these teams slips or someone gets hurt for just a little amount of time, it feels like the Steelers can just have a season that Steelers fans are used to, but maybe not expecting this season without since since uh, Big Ben's retired.
0: I had to say I, I've been so impressed with Mike Tomlin. Still going I mean, nine and awesome. eight with that team last year is yeah. Mike Tomlin's always the best yeoman's work. Um, AFC East.
1: AFCs, you go first this time. What do you see in the AFC East? Oh, man. I'm going to go Jets winning this division. Wow. You know, wow. It mediocre this yeah. preseason. Um, there's all types of just internal struggle. Yeah, Every, strife going just on just something there. new. Now, Devo- Stephon Diggs is having to come out and say that there aren't trade rumors or he hasn't requested a trade, which... That just that story just won't go away. Yeah. Like, it will not stop no. the Bills want it to so bad. Like, they, I mean, I don't know how many videos they're going to have to take now of him shaking cool handshakes with Josh Allen before the game <laughs> for everyone to, you know, stop wondering. Uh, it'll probably take at least three or four more. Better now. than the Josh Harris handshake. The who? The Josh Harris handshake. I think it's on the same level of cringe, but w- way more, like, yeah. way more, you know, a better handshake. Yeah. But if we're talking about, like, uh, cringy, obviously not, obviously coordinated for the camera. It's probably mm-hmm. same, similar, because yeah. they they really are try. It's like the hilarious the pregame handshakes. It's like yeah, like, these guys love each other. Like no, nah, I don't think that, something's wrong. Something's off. So I'm gonna go with the Jets, and then the Bills. Man, I really put myself in a corner here. Either I have to discredit Bill Belichick or put the Dolphins dead last. And I don't know what to do. Have fun. I'm going to go Dolphins third, and I I I, I'm a, I can't believe I'm doing this, but I have to put Bill Belichick last, only because Mac Jones. Mac Jones is buns, dude. Which is a really massive 180 from a conversation we had when I first started this job yes. about how he's, you know. You could make anyone go five hundred, and you love Mac Jones, dude. I I like Bill Belichick more, and honestly, I think Mac Jones is. That's that's what's tough. It's like Bill O'Brien's here; he's always good at defense.
0: Honestly, if we're being honest, Bill O'Brien's a damn good offensive coordinator.
1: This is probably the hardest division, right? Because if your dead last team is New England, you always have to play a tight. I think AFC North.
0: AFC North is the same case, though. Yeah, you're right. I think AFC North, is, I mean, the Browns are the worst team, and whatever your thoughts are of Deshaun Watson, Yeah. I, I, again, I, I don't think he's ever going to regain what he was in Houston, but I, I think that he's a dangerous quarterback.
1: So could both of these teams have three teams, and then we're, like, the Chargers are out? And- I think it's possible. You know? I, th- I think it's possible. And me too. I think that the Chargers and... Whoever's third place in both of these divisions will be fighting for that. Correct. Like yeah, it's there.
0: not going to be unless Tennessee and Mike Ribble do it again, but
1: that'd be a huge ask. So yeah. So, Buff or Jets, Buffalo, Miami, New England.
0: So, I tried getting there with the Jets. I it was tried. Hard. No, 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 cuz I I'm with you man. Like you, you see them on paper and they look so good and if I were playing Madden, without question, I'd take the Jets. What has me concerned is that offensive line. That offensive line for the for the Jets is not good. There are so many moving pieces right now on the interior. Makai Becton, who hasn't played right tackle, might be playing right ta- Like There are so much moving pieces on that offensive line that, as great as the wide receivers are, as much as I think Aaron Rodgers does bounce back, if you don't have time, good luck. I know he's been known as a mobile quarterback, not a running quarterback, but a mobile quarterback, Aaron Rodgers has been. Is he mobile at age thirty nine? I mean that that's that's the difference here. Um I have the Bills won. I know it's not a hot take, but I'm not in the business of hot takes. I'm in the business of of saying what I think is gonna happen. So I've i, I have the Bills won I I've been so high on Buffalo just in general because I think they're very well coached. I think there's the bright um not Dable, um uh McDermott is such a good head coach. I love Josh Allen. I think he elevates his team. And I also want to point out, they went thirteen and three last year. Josh Allen was hurt for half the season. I think people realized when everyone kept yelling and saying Josh Allen's struggling, okay, they still had the highest point differential in the NF- or in the AFC and second highest overall behind San Fran by four points. Oh yeah, in one last game. Josh Allen was hurt. He had a sprained UCL. And he was still chucking bombs. I have the Bills 1. Jets 2. Dolphins 3. Patriots 4. Patriots roster is just buns, man. It's just not good. I will also say with Miami, their defense last year was a tire fire. Your shirt is the perfect example of the Dolphins defense. WFT happened.
1: Okay? Remember when uh, remember when they traded for Bradley Chubb and, you know, that was like going to send them over the top and, oh, wait a second, it did Well, they got Jalen Ramsey and what happened? He got injured.
0: I I, I will say, though, I'm a huge fan of Jalen Phillips. Watch out for him
1: this year. Yeah, I like him, too. I mean, he. But, man, you put it. He's a stud. Put it. You put Bradley Chubb on the other side of Jalen Phillips, and it did absolutely nothing, which is insane to think about. So, I think Dolphins' defense is better this year. I don't
0: think it can be worse. I think Tua being healthy is a a pretty big storyline. I have the Dolphins third in that division, but I do think that they have a really good chance of making the playoffs. That three top teams in the AFC East outside the Patriots are, those teams are really really good. All right, let's do the NFC after the break. Home stretch here. ESPN Kansas City. Are you panicking yet? About what? You know what. You know exactly what I'm talking about. Don't smirk at me. Chris Jones. Chris Jones. Who? That's Mike Jones. Oh, yeah, that's right. (laughs) I do it all the time, though, man. I love doing the who?
1: No, oh, anyone with the last name is Jones, Jones, Jones and a four-letter first name. Well. Or a one-syllable first name. I was about to say, you know, want to do, you you wanna do yeah. a little, uh... Whoopsie. <laughs> what
0: letter are you taking out in Chris? Yes.
1: Well, I mean, you I guess like
0: Chris Carter. Yeah, you can do Chris Carter, I guess, yeah.
1: You know what? Fair. One-syllable.
0: There we go. There we go. He was asked on Twitter, just by a fan, Hey, Chris, when are you going to be there? Yeah. Tired of you talking on Twitter, all this stuff? And Chris Jones yeah. Yeah. says... Week
1: eight, one of the most well-measured uh, Q and As from a fan. I'm sure he's received in in a, in a long time. It seemed really, you know, measured, calm. Like the guy didn't really have any type of animosity towards no, Chris or no, anything like that. Nothing like that. Do you have the full one. Do you have the? Full... It's like you seem here's, to be. Here's a full one from
0: yeah, yeah. Sean Berkey. Yep, Stone Cold Jones. So when you're gonna show up because you be playing too much on Twitter and social media. You've been an all pro on social media during training camp. You're in a contract for this year, correct? For how much money? Man, I bet it's rough to live on twenty million in a, in a year.
1: It's, a yeah. good, it, it's good. Yeah, he was very measured. He he, he really wasn't upset. There's no <laughs>
0: Dude, I was a I love the you've been an all pro on social media.
1: Dude, <laughs> I bet that guy really has like never had a response to any of those things he sends out, and just lo and behold, the one he sends today is the one. Dude, it's great. And now his it's it's account it's, is just in, you're an, so hard to scroll through the notifications page and everything else.
0: And all pro on social media, and then man, I bet it's rough to live on twenty million in a year
1: dog shout out sean i can only make it for 10 to 15 years and then they're done but yep i think it's just i thought i I thought
0: it was hilarious i mean that the the best line still obviously all pro on social media that's great chris jones we've got
1: two of those recently right yeah on the defensive side
0: yeah yeah all pros baby on social media all pro social media team
1: honey badger
0: And now Chris. Uh, Anthony Hitchens could get put into the, uh, he's an honorable mention.
1: Yeah, he's more like a legend. He, he,
0: He had that one, that one. Right. Yeah. Chris Jones says he'll be back week eight. Arrowhead Live says that'd be a hefty tab. Chris Jones responds with, I can afford it.
1: I'm sure that went well with the guy that was saying that 20 million is not enough for him to live on for a year. That seems That seems like that'll ingratiate himself with the fans. I'm going to use that word like 5 times. Man, this is tough. This is not only just annoying, but it's just uh It's it's one-sided people's anger. You know, I I get both sides, man. The the billionaire owner and team is not going to catch any type of flack, but Chris Jones is just doing what he can. Dude, I'm for paying the
0: guy. I agree. I'm not disagreeing, but if the reports of of 28 or 29. Oh, yeah, that's too much. Well, if if they're true, then they're not in the wrong. Well, like, I'm not going to sit here and, and act like Chris Jones has handled this immaculately. Yeah. Like, I love Chris Jones. I want him here in Kansas City. But how he's handed it on social media asking for, for more money and then saying you're going to sit out and saying, I can afford it. Pick a lane. Is it about the money or is it not? Like, I get it. If they were offering you $12 million a year, they are offering you $20 million a year. They're offering you to make you the second highest paid, allegedly, second highest paid uh, defense attack tackle in the NFL. You want to retire a chief according to you. I love Chris Jones. Hope he signs here. He can do what he wants. He's his own man. If he wants to s- squeeze every dollar out, good for him. He can do it. That's his prerogative. Okay? I'm not, I'm not necessarily mad at him for trying to get what he thinks he's worth. I don't like the way he's gone about on Twitter. Again, to me, it's very high school. This is high school right now. Sub-tweeting, back week eight. I can afford it. I'm annoyed by it. I'm out on it. I get it. You're shaking your head. and
1: No, I mean, I, I, I agree, but... Yeah. The longer it goes, the more annoying it'll get. But I'll, to me... This is like the only – this is just kind of how it works where the Chiefs come out and say, he wants this crazy amount of money. Oh, it's politics. And then he comes out it's and all says, politics. I'm done. This is my last year. I don't want to, you know, but, whatever. But my point is, for, for his leverage, what's he going to do? That's exactly that – what I'm saying is this. Because he's under contract. Yeah. He ain't missing out in 20 mil. No. This is his only point of leverage is to get fans' sympathy, which is the Chiefs' only point of leverage besides not paying someone and saying we'll sign anyone we can. And his other point is not showing up is to go on Twitter and and then for the Chiefs on the other side to leak, well, he wants this crazy amount of money. And and the thing is, not only is he under contract this year,
0: the Chiefs could play a hardball and say, all right, we'll franchise tag you. These are in the realm of possibilities. Now, I want Chris Jones to get paid. I want him to be here. I'm just tired of this finger-pointing. I'm tired of this social media war. I want Chris Jones here. I also think a hold-in would have done him a world of good.
1: Yeah, but if it was a Jonathan Taylor hold-in, which I don't see him doing, but also Jonathan Taylor's kind of proving that the hold-in could also be detrimental Because if he just sits there with his arms crossed and a hood up and doesn't speak to anyone and basically just looks like pissed off on the side the whole time, it's kind of weird. Yeah, but Chris Jones. But our culture is different. It's different.
0: I I think it's different. So So, we we, we will never know. I hope Chris Jones gets a deal. I hope he gets signed long term. But we'll find out how this this plays out. All right, NFC time. Let's start in the NFC West. What do you got in the NFC West? How's this playing out?
1: I'm going to go Niners. Seahawks Rams Cardinals which I think is exactly how it finished last year it did finish
0: that way last year and I'm also going the exact same way but what I'm saying right now Seahawks ain't making the playoffs I'm out on Geno Smith I'm sorry I, I'm i out on Geno I, he had a great story it's fun you look at the tail end of that season there was a little bit of decline there was more reality I like Gino great story they wrote wrote him off he ain't right back I get it that team overperformed last year 49ers are going to go 15 and 2 I don't care who you put at quarterback that team is loaded. I got Niners, Seahawks, Rams, Cardinals. Cardinals might be the worst team in the NFL. And I'm also point out, when Kyler Murray comes back, what's going to happen? Does he want to be in Arizona? Does Arizona want him? What, what? What? It's the most wild situation. It's almost like an injury is good for both sides because it makes people forget about the animosity between both of them weird things happening in Arizona uh, NFC South this might be the most convoluted convoluted uh, division in all of the NFL right now all four teams last year finished with a negative point differential all four teams finished under 500 last year Dylan
1: what are you seeing NFC South right correct I'm going Saints first. And then, doesn't matter after that. But I'm gonna go Falcons second, Carolina, and then Tampa.
0: I'm going Saints first too. I think the Saints are a decent team,
1: and maybe we're a little biased right now. You can still get them plus one thirty right now to win that division. And I went and hammered it after the Chiefs preseason game against the Cardinals when I realized, oh wow, there's a massive difference between the Cardinals and the Saints. And I actually thought the Saints would more resemble, or at least the division of their division opponents resemble the Cardinals. A well, more.
0: are we a little biased because we saw the Saints put up a great performance against the Kansas City Chiefs, and so we're sitting here thinking, in the preseason, so, we're, so, person, so we're sitting here thinking, oh, they're going to be a good team. I just think they're going to be.
1: I don't think good team. I just think that this division is so bad that they have – that performance, in my mind, kind of put them – Yeah. Okay, they're the team that is probably going to win this division. Chris
0: Olave, Michael Thomas, uh, Derek Carr, have always has underrated a decent offensive line. They got some weapons, a good defense. I'm with you. The Saints win that one. I got Carolina as the second team in that division. I think Carolina might surprise some people. They've had a nice offseason. Didn't get a whole bunch of big-name guys – But they've got some more depth than they had in the past. I will also say Bryce Young. We'll see. Uh, He he is a fascinating player of the talent looks to be there, but the size is obviously the largest question mark. How does it... I thought you marked that for a second. I I guess I could. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Bryce Young is, is a massive question, though. Uh, Falcons, I know people like Desmond Ritter and all this stuff I gotta see it, man I gotta see it He doesn't really force the ball downfield Doesn't really make a whole bunch of big plays And I I get you can make the case that Hey, you know A couple of games early in the season When Marcus Mariota fumbled They had chances to win those games So maybe you're looking at a Nine and eight team instead of a seven and ten team last year. I get that. I got to see it first, man. I'm not. I'm not in on Desmond yet. And then Tampa Bay, I think, is going to be really, really bad. What, what, what do you make of Baker Mayfield being named the starting quarterback over Kyle Trask?
1: It's like the picture of two dumpsters like racing down the street, basically. Like in the <laughs> have you ever seen that? Yeah. Where the two dumpsters are just going down in a yeah. it's like a flash flood. Yeah. There you go. I wonder if this is
0: more of an indictment on Kyle Trask not being able to get the starting job. But I also wonder if Tampa Bay is sitting here thinking, all right, Baker Mayfield has had how many OCs in how many years? What, eight OCs in six years? A head coach nearly every single year? I wonder if Tampa Bay is saying, you know what? Baker Mayfield's only 28 years old. I couldn't believe that. Baker Mayfield's only three years older than Kyle Trask.
1: Seems Sam Darnold's age. 28. How old's Sam Darnold? Sam Darnold's like 26. Sam Darnold's like 19 or 20 when he got drafted.
0: 26, yeah. But so, if you're the Buccaneers, 28's about your prime, right? For an NFL quarterback. I'm not saying a, a, a running back or anything like that, but, but for a quarterback, 28's about your prime, right? I wonder if Tampa Bay is saying, you know what? We saw what happened with Seattle last year with Geno Smith. They're in a bad division. I wonder if in the back of Tampa Bay's mind they're saying, you know what? I know we're not good. But if Baker has a little bounce back season like Geno Smith did, we could we could win this division with eight eight games again. They did last year with eight games, with eight wins. I do wonder if there's a little bit of that thought process going on with Tampa and that's why they went with Baker Mayfield. And again, he's 28. So if he does bounce back and have a nice year, again, big if. Five more good years, at least, right? I mean, let's be real here. I mean, he's still a relatively young cat. So I at least can kind of see where Tampa Bay is coming from. All right, NFC North, what are you seeing?
1: All right, you ready for this? Mm Mm-hmm. I got the Green Bay Packers, number one. Wow! Finishing first in this division, followed by the Lions, then followed by Minnesota. Okay, and the Bears. Why Green Bay won? You got to explain this one. This is
0: not just a uh, I think I'm that, letting you go. the one
1: score thing with the Vikings is going to have its. Uh, that's why they're going to be third. Mm-hmm. The Lions are in that same realm that you have the Jags in with all these expectations, but really mm-hmm. what they, they kind of just had a hot finish to the year last year. They didn't really go to the playoffs or do anything like that last year. I am a big proponent of like just the 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 human being side of football because it's such a war of attrition. It's such a man on man like man versus man type of thing. Yeah. Where sometimes people's emotions can just be enough. I just can't imagine being a Packers player and hearing all this Aaron Rodgers mess about the Jets and how uh oh, Aaron was just he was on a just a bad team last year you know yep. all he needed was a good defense and yep. some weapons And then also Jordan Love being completely disregarded after the fact as well. Yeah. And I think that Green Bay is actually a really good and well-run franchise. Sure. Obviously, if you can go from one Hall of Fame quarterback to the next and not even skip a beat, you have to be doing something right because some teams never draft a Hall of Fame quarterback. Sure. So to me, they always seem to draft well that— Tight end they got at Oregon State. Musgrave is really good, according yeah. to them. And wow. Packers, I agree, I agree. <laughs> well, but he's, a, yeah, he's, a, he's a bum. Everyone has kind of been just raving about him. Yeah. And Jordan Love looks good. Jordan Love looks like he's got a live arm and he's very act Not very accurate. He's got a little misses here and there, but sure. Rodgers wasn't perfect when he started. And I just think that this is my hot take. I just think the Packers are going to take the division still. I like it,
0: I, and I like the reasons you gave. I have Lions 1, Vikings 2, Packers 3, but again, I think the Packers are better than people think they are. I'm I, I'm 100% with you there. I know the Vikings and the point differential and the close scores and all that stuff, but I, I'm also a fan of the thought process where good teams win close games. The Chiefs had that streak where how many games do they win by one score?
1: Exactly. And that, that I, you make.
0: The Vikings points. are the Chiefs. The Vikings, I'm not saying that, but no. I'm saying the Vikings are a well coached, in my opinion, pretty well rounded team. That offense is good. Okay? Offense is good. Especially for NFC standards, that offense is really good. The Lions had a top five offense last year in the National Football League based on so many metrics of yards, points per game, uh, DVOA, offensive DVOA. I mean, like, the Lions were good offensively. So I have them in second. Packers third, Bears fourth. I don't understand this Justin Field stuff. I don't get why people automatically think that he's now a, like, top five quarterback. Like, this blows my mind. Like, am am I wrong?
1: Like, That's one of the most annoying offseason storylines that I've seen this entire, just ever covering the football. Like, I'm, I'm sure there's been worse, but a guy that did absolutely nothing three wins player. like literally I don't... nothing they had the first overall <sighs> pick and people forget that because they traded it away and they shouldn't have done that because they have a wide receiver playing quarterback but the problem is that he can't throw and i don't know if you can fix that i don't really think you can
0: it's not lamar jackson really
1: like... the ball sticks to his hands that is like C.J. Stroud had a little bit of that in the yeah. preseason where it's like, okay, your back foot hit, the guy's running it out, you should have thrown it by now. And your pump fake, it's the Trey Lance thing. Yep. It's like the Justin Fields, everyone is enamored by him running. He always runs because he holds on to the football when they should throw it. He's not Lamar Jackson. Yeah. He's
0: not Jalen Hurts. He's not Josh Allen. He's not hes not these quarterbacks who, who, who run who also have great arms. Right. He's not. Yep. And, and maybe he proves us all wrong. He won't. I will love to be proved wrong, but I don't see it. It's not going to happen. I just, I, I, don't see it with Fields. I don't see it. And the thing is, what I think is frustrating is people see the fantasy football numbers and they see all the rush yards and they see the points, and he'll finish probably as the top five fantasy football quarterback and say, "Look how good he is." Right. And they don't take in totality. Yeah, he was great. Mm-hmm. Three wins. All right. Let's take a quick break. We'll come back. We'll do the NFC East final after this home stretch. ESPN, Kansas City. Welcome back to the home stretch. NFC East Time. Maybe the best division top to bottom. Definitely the best division top to bottom, I think, in the NFC. Uh NFC North, I think you can make a slight case for, it, but at least top in talent, Eagles, Cowboys, Giants, uh, who were a playoff team last year, and then the Commanders, who, again, early early returns, early, early, looking pretty good. All four teams last year finished five hundred or better. All right, Dylan. What do you see?
1: I got Philly. I got the fighting Brian Dayballs, the (laughs) Giants in second. And then I have Dallas and then the uh, football team. Why
0: and how do you have the Giants, who, uh, by the way, I love the fighting Dayballs, over the Cowboys?
1: I don't know. I, I just... I don't know. I, I, for some reason, I feel like someone Can't get had my a...
0: shoe on. If you're looking at me, just and you're like, "What is going on back here?" My shoe is is popped off and it's uh, it's stuck. But go ahead.
1: Uh, yeah, just I, I don't know. I just feel like the Giants are going to take a step, and the Dallas might take one back.
0: I think Dallas is a pretty talented team. That Dak Prescott is just not a top ten quarterback. He's just fine. He's like Kirk Cousins to me. You know what I'm saying? He's an above-average quarterback. You can win with him, but that team around him has to be incredible. I think Dallas is a it's a good team, but they're not close to the Eagles. I know point differential last year was great for them, 100 plus 125. I think the Giants take a step forward this year. They're still not there, in my opinion, and I love Brian Dibble, so That one hurts me. I think it's Eagles, Cowboys, Giants, Commanders, just how it finished last year. And quite frankly, I think the records are going to be pretty close. Like, Dylan, if the Eagles won fourteen games, Cowboys won twelve, Giants won nine, and Washington won eight, would you be
1: surprised? I mean, no, kind of sounds. Like, looking at, at what they did, did last yeah. year, looks
0: like it would do this year.
1: Yeah, it's like that that division and the West. Yeah, of the NFC seem very similar. And honestly, I did have to try and fight my brain not to put Dallas second, but for some reason, I just think Mike McCarthy without Kellen Moore. Might not be good. Could as be weird a, as, as weird as that sounds.
0: Could be an interesting situation. But Dylan, this was fun. I'm glad we're back, baby. I'm glad you're back glad from to be Ireland. Back, glad to be with you. We're back tomorrow glad. from 3 to 4 p.m. ESPN, Kansas City. But until then, we are out.